Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Welcome to this week's episode of the Nintendo Shack Podcast. We're talking Kirby. We're talking Mario Kart 8 Deluxe DLC. We're talking about all of those things inside Switch folders, which is the most exciting thing ever if you can finally believe it after five long years of not having those things in folders. It's going to be some awesome stuff. We've got some news to talk about. We've got some rumors to talk about. How are you doing today, Garrett? I'm doing good. You know what? I just figured out today, Rebecca. What? Did you did you know there's a holiday at the end of the month, March 31st? What's Do the you holiday? Know? That's it. Well, it it's a it's a recognized like a federal holiday in the U.S. Cesar Chavez um, holiday. Ever heard of it? Like no. Is this like you, the setup you, you to a joke? Either. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the first time I heard of it. And I had a meeting with uh, the rest of my coworkers today. And then at the end of it, and it's like, hey, guys, remember, we have Cesar Chavez, like, holiday recognized. So you get Friday off. You get, you get off of off. work for this? <laughs> I guess so. And I'm like, okay, sure. I'll take the free holiday. <laughs> um, that's actually next Thursday, but you're recognizing it tomorrow. I, yeah. Oh, so you have off but, tomorrow for that holiday? <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? I think your um, boss just wanted anyways, an extra day off. <laughs> I, I, you, you can look it up on my university <laughs> website. It is a university holiday, no joke. Interesting. And well, what I realized, he's a Chavez. He's a very important civil rights activist and leader. Um, made one of the biggest farmers union in the U.S. And when Obama was in administration 2014 that's what he recognized he he made that a holiday apparently and i just never knew about it is this a california thing kyle in the chat says it's a california holiday i've never heard of it you never heard of it before it's a california holiday but obama made it a federal holiday like it's like you you can look it up thank you obama it's it's nationally recognized (laughs) um apparently it's recognized in texas as well but Apparently, you know, I graduated high school outside of that, you know, before then. So, yeah, no, it's just like super weird when they're like, oh, yeah, you could take tomorrow off if you want to. I'm like, if you want to. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Sure. I'll take it. I'll I'll take. Wow. I wish Uh, I had off tomorrow. That was my big surprise. Yeah, I'll probably do. (laughs) I still have other things to do, but I bet probably half day. I'll play some games like just, you know, chill. A little bit you know um but what about you how, how are you doing i feel like this has been a long week there are these mm-hmm. uh guidance lessons that i've been having to teach uh each of the grades i have to go into each of the classrooms teach these lessons they have to have two lessons each and my principal mm-hmm. wants them to be like all within like the span of like two weeks so i um have been like 
really packing those into the day. It's been taking up so much time. I could never be a teacher. Like, my voice is so done. Like, I do, like, four or five of them a day. My voice is so done. I would not be able to do that every day. I have, like, the worst classroom management skills. Like, the kids, by the end of the day, they're just all talking, and it, like, drives me crazy, gives me a headache. Um, Oh, man. But I have been finding a little bit more time... I, you know, I like cool. to come home and I like to sleep, but I have been finding a little bit more time to play some games. So I'll, for the first time, Good. which feels like in weeks, I'm going to be talking about what I've been playing. Uh, I tried out the Mario Kart DLC courses and I have mm-hmm. been having a blast with them. I know that you only get like eight courses Good. to start off. They're sending them in waves. Um, I was a little bit thrown off because I was expecting to be able to jump in and play the courses online in a tournament with like random people that they Mm -hmm. could just come in and join the tournament. That apparently didn't open up to be a thing until the 22nd, two days ago. So I Mm -hmm. haven't played online with people yet, but I've been playing it single player and I'm really liking it because almost all of these courses are brand new to me. Like I said last week, I only know Coconut Mall. The rest of them are like brand new to me. And I was honestly pleasantly surprised by a lot of them, especially the ones from tour. I know a lot of people were complaining like, oh my gosh, there's so many from tour. There's only two of them this time, but one of them, the Ninja Hideaway or whatever it's called, Mm -hmm. it's so good. There's like so many different ways you can go. There's so many shortcuts, so many secrets. Uh, it is a whirlwind. Nice. It is so much fun. So I'm really excited. I think this will breathe a little bit more life into the into Mario Kart. You know, it will motivate me to hop on and play when other people are playing. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it's definitely something I'll revisit once they, they add each of the waves. Uh, I'm looking forward to cool. that a lot. So I would definitely recommend That's it, especially good. if you already have the Switch Online expansion pack thing. You already yeah, have it for free. You might as well try it. Ninja Hideaway is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's unanimously yeah. like the best course is what everyone's saying. Really? Yeah. I will definitely try them out um, probably this weekend sometime mm-hmm. just, just to go through the tracks because, yeah. you know, it's, it's worth short. it. You worth know, it for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have been, I think I mentioned this last week. I can't remember. I've been playing this little indie called Monochrome Order. It's one of, um, mm-hmm. oh, who is it? I forget. It's not Konami. It's like Koei, Koei, I think. I don't know. Is it Koei Tecmo? It might be. I think so. Um, Uh, But it's a little JRPG. And for these like side quests, you can do these judgments where you're talking to the townspeople and they have problems and you're what's called like the arbiter. And you Mm -hmm. listen to everybody's side and then you have to like make the decision for them. Like you have the final say and it kind of affects things in the world. Like if you decide to invest in like the, um, the item shop, you might get more items to buy. If you decide to invest Mm -hmm. in the, um, the Smith shop, you might get more like sword upgrades and things like that. Um, you can decide like if somebody's guilty or innocent and it just kind of like affects affects the world and i think i'm almost at the end the story is kind of interesting there's some cool companions who can join you um it's pretty easy uh it's it's nothing too intense but i'm enjoying it i like playing these indies i have like a whole lineup of indies that i'm that i'm trying to get through little by little but the big what would you describe it as what would i describe it it's definitely it's definitely a jrpg um okay cool yeah, I'm glad you said because I see the description here. Strategy RPG. Is that's, I? That's I mean, I order. guess I would say it's a little bit strategy. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's definitely just like turn-based combat. Like it has like your standard okay, cool. like physical magic attacks. 
Cool. I think the only strategy involved is like the the judgments that you make. Like you might need to decide. Cool. Like some of them are like very like moral decisions, and there's no like right or wrong. Like you just have to listen to everybody's side and decide for them and you don't really know what that, the outcome wow. is going to be until like until it happens until you see what the effects are um, that's cool so some um, of them are and it's intense. actually developed by a very small studio called kemco oh kemco i've never heard i know it was a k okay yeah i mean i've i've really never heard a developer or publisher made by them i'm and I, I'm even checking out their games. I, I don't really recognize. I think this one's much. also a mobile. Like I think it's a mobile game too, but it's on it Switch. Is a mobile it was like game. real cheap on Switch. I got it on sale. Okay. Um, for a couple. Yeah, bucks. they look like the very B or C tier JRPG. Yeah, so. it's like interesting. I feel like hardly. I've never really even heard anyone talk about this. Um, it was a no. uh, one of the limited run games, and uh, instead of getting the physical, I just got the digital on sale. Kimco, cool. Yeah, sounds good. But like, it's not bad. Like, I wouldn't say it's like you know, it's not on the level of like these other JRPGs that we're playing. But um, definitely, you know, fun, kind of mindless fun. A lot of like just mm-hmm. the turn base. The music is very good too, and I like the characters. Sounds good. Nice. Um, but the thing that I've been spending the most time on uh, these, you know, the past week, I did dive into the Switch hacking. Uh, remember last week I talked about how I wanted to yeah, do it did. and I was so nervous. I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody reach out to me and tell me how to do it. And nobody reached out to me, uh, to not to anyone's surprise, but um, I did it and it was not hard. It was very easy, the, the hacking part. Um, and now I'm on the Animal Crossing part, and that part is a little bit harder, which, Garrett, you were right. You told me that that was going to be the hard part, and I didn't believe you. I told you, you, right? Um, but I downloaded the program, and I, like, I had an island that I had already somewhat started, but, like, I didn't get all Mm -hmm. the way to the part where, like, you have unlocked all the buildings and have all the villagers yet, and it didn't have, like, the KK concert where it's, like, you... You beat the game, like, where you see the credits right, for the right, first time. Uh, credits. So yeah, roll credits. So I kind of made the mistake of, like, kind of jumping too far ahead. I gave myself all the villagers. I gave myself the museum. I gave myself the campsite, all these things. And, like, it kind of messed up my game a little bit because, like, Tom Nooks thought that I didn't build the campsite yet. So, like, he had oh, to, no. he told me to build the campsite. And then, like, I had two campsites and then I had to get rid of one. And then, like, <laughs> you have, there's a point in the game where you have to invite a villager from the campsite to live with you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, fine. Like, I'll just have it override one of my villagers. So he moved in. But then the next day he was still in the campsite. And he was also moved in oh, on no. my island. And Tom Nook didn't recognize that he accepted the invitation. So it was all sorts of messed up. Um, so I had to, like, go wow. through a lot to try to fix this. And I'm not totally confident that it's fixed yet. But I'm getting there. <laughs> it probably would cool. have been quicker just to, like, play through that part of the game myself. Yes. <laughs> Definitely play through the ones that kind of requires everything. And then once you have everything, yeah. like, kind of, like, baseline, then... So that's then what I'm doing. I, I fixed all my mistakes. Okay. I got rid of all of these houses that I wasn't supposed to have yet. You have to, like, go into the code <laughs> and, like, fix all these flags, like... Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, legit, like, open notepad and, like, Well, like, I didn't feel lines. like... Um, 
Well, now now that I'm saying this, I realized I could have just given myself 15 fish or bugs or whatever to donate. I was going to say, I didn't feel True. like catching 15 things to like donate to open the museum. So I just went in and like changed the flags for the museum to be all the way updated. So like now I have everything in the museum. Brewster is there. Like it's all done. I have the, okay, listen, oh the most goodness. important part is that I uh, made it so that I uh, have all of the crafting recipes that like I can just make anything. I have unlimited materials mm-hmm. to work with, unlimited bells to work with, <laughs> and um, access to all of the items in the game. So once I like get through that KK slider part, I will give myself yeah. all the villagers that I want again. I've completely flattened the island. So once I unlock terraforming, nice. then I'm ready to start the game. <laughs> All right. It's then. a lot of a headache, that... but you know what? It's going to be worth it. I already have plans for my new island. It's going to be autumn you suburban You sound like the themed. mastermind right now. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Cool. Um, I've already saved I'm lots of it. inspiration designs. I feel like this is getting me back into Animal Crossing, Kara. I feel like I have been on such a slump. This is my comfort game. I have lots of other games that I'm playing that I'm making progress in, but this is my one that like before bed I can play a little bit of. I've actually been playing Monochrome mm-hmm. Order before bed, but once that's finished... This is my going to be my bedtime. I'm just going to work on my new island, have unlimited access to everything, and just it's kind of like creative mode. Do you ever play like Minecraft on creative mm-hmm. mode where like you have access yeah, to yeah. all the materials, you have access to whatever you want? It's like that. that. That's pretty cool. And so you could just run wild and just yeah. like not waste time on the actual like, oh, let's try to get these menial tasks that you've done over and over again. Yeah. You just have it right then and there. And you're just ready to create. Because on I my normal Nintendo save file, like exactly. On my normal yeah. save file, it's like, okay, well, I really want this item here. I can either like, like if I already have the item in my catalog, I have to order it or like order five of them and wait a day to get them or right. I have to trade with somebody. This is like if I want like 10 of an item to decorate with, I can just put it in my game instantly. So yeah, and it's creative mode. Yeah, I've I'm, already played the game for two years. Like I haven't cheated for two years, so I feel fine. For hundreds of now. hours, exactly. For more than yeah. that, I think I have like five hundred hours in that game. I don't think you're doing anything immoral with all this because well, because you. you own the game. I own the game. You have the switch. I did everything like, already. Now I'm just speeding up the process for a second island. Yeah, sounds good. And then I'm not cheating online. Like, Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do like extra like items that are like outside? I don't of know yet. Like I, that part's more complicated yeah. because the whole like reason I'm that sure. that like really motivated not motivated but like kind of got me interested in doing this was I saw somebody made custom villagers of the three new Pokemon starters: this Frigatito, Fue Fue Coco, and Quaxley. And they looked yeah. really good. And I'm like, I'm going to hack my Switch and put those in my Animal Crossing game. I might do that if I can figure it out. I think I'm going to start with the basics first. I don't want to, like, screw things up too much. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go crazy with it. But we'll see. We'll see. Cool. That but sounds good. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been up to. And I will continue to do that. I'm going to finish Monochrome Order. Um, cool. And go from there. Sounds good. Um, I haven't been playing too much this past week. I, I, you know, threw out like a tweet, like I think yesterday or something. I'm just kind of, 
I don't know. I'm going all over the place with gaming, and I think it's just um, just a mix of like I'm not really into a game versus like okay, I'm already on this game, but I don't know what other game I should go to in my backlog to like really enjoyment like like enjoy a certain game or whatever um and i think partially because why i'm in this gaming rut and i think i'm gonna just stop is reviewing games Mm. like once i had this obligation of doing this and i'm not saying they're they're not bad games i i don't want to say that they're not it's just i have very limited time and i would rather play other things and i think that's that's just my main kind of um is like not issue but just struggle right now my conflict right now it's a really Um, different experience reviewing a game than playing it for enjoyment a lot of people don't understand that yeah yeah i reviewed games um years ago for um, a website called we the nerdy um which was fun it it was good to like go through that experience or whatever and now that was written reviews and it's it's not like if you get into a game there's like okay i think i'm gonna like this it's kind of like in my jam but if it's like really flat, if you don't like it, it's a huge time sink and it's not fun. I, I, I do commend mm-hmm. the people that, you know, get they they're doing this for a living, right? They're they're reviewing games and so, you know, on one side they're like, you know, it's very you they're very blessed to, you know, have that opportunity to play the games early and then like also write really good reviews or, or formal reviews or whatever but at the flip side i'm sure 90 percent of the time they are playing or reviewing games that they don't want to play or they don't want to play right now right or they're doing like crunch or something yeah. like that um and so i i'm not that right i have a job <laughs> i i have a job that i enjoy too and so i like to sp- spend time with that and i also like to spend time when i gaming it's not reviewing games it's playing my own games when I want to. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want this to deter the review that I'm doing right now. It's it's about to come out very soon. And so it'll be that. Um, but other than that, um, I yeah, I did reference that I was forcing Bloodborne in, into the tweet. And I think that was a little bit too exacerbated. I was having a good time with Bloodborne when I was playing it. It's just... It's really hard with uh, what I realized is a Soulsborne game. You really got to play it densely, right? Yeah. You can't just skip a day or two and then just go back to it. <laughs> That's me and, and Metroid. I can't two. skip a day when I'm playing a Metroid game. Exactly. I mean, Metroid Dread is, is really the same deal as a Soulsborne mm-hmm. game. Not going to lie. Um, but actually, last night, I did beat my first Soulsborne boss. Very first one. Nice. Um, which felt so good. And it wasn't even that hard because I grinded my way through that level. Okay. I understood that level. I opened doors. It felt so good to like explore everywhere in that level. And I know exactly where to go to in order to face the boss. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even feel like a struggle when I was even facing him or, or that, that what, cleric beast or whatever. Um I am really digging it. And I Good. think I'm just going to, like, my, my free time off, like, tomorrow, I'm going to play a ton of that because I am having a really good time with That's it, awesome. actually. And I, and I want to play more of it, for sure. Um, 
other than that, once I'm done with reviewing that game, I'm going to go back to Shimagami Tensei 5 for sure. Um, and then I've also been putting back a little love on my PS Vita. You are. It's, um, yes. I've uh, been going to the office more, so I'm bringing it over um, and been working out as well and just like going on the bike and just playing on it. Um, it's, uh, man, this device, it's so good because... <laughs> You got the library of Vita, you got PSP and PS Classics on it. Like, guys, when when the store closes and it's, it's gone. the the ability to buy games is approaching fast, get on it. Like, it used to be the way to get only Chrono Cross, like <sighs> other than mm-hmm. having a PS3 or PS2 or whatever. Um, now now we're getting the Radical Dreamers edition, but there's many PS1 RPGs or PSP classic RPGs or other games that are on the Vita. You make Go me want to get a Vita. Go grab it. You're the only person who's ever made it, me want to get a Vita. And they're not that expensive on eBay. Like I grabbed my um my 2000 model for like 110 bucks on on eBay from Japan. It was an import mm-hmm. from Japan, but it totally works. Yeah. And the battery is so good. Um How much I did battery hack my um honestly i if i play every day for maybe like say two hours three hours or whatever i may need to charge it once a week oh wow okay and and that's still with the game on and that's still with the game like like the system on 24 hours like in sleep mode battery and stuff. Life wow is, okay that's good yeah it's very good it's, so very it's well better optimized. than the 3ds <laughs> you're saying it's way better than a 3ds <laughs> and it's better than a switch it's yeah, better okay. than a switch battery sure. life um, and then the OLED version, I did hack mine and I optimize it in a way where it extends the battery life, mm-hmm. where it changes the OLED light gamma mm. view and everything. The Vita hacking scene is so well established. Hmm. Like you thought Switch was easy. Vita is a cake and a walk. I bet. You just plug that, th- <laughs> you plug that thing into a computer and then like you just let <laughs> the it hacking does itself. And, and do its thing. You said you imported it itself, from really. Japan. It's not region locked or anything? It's not region locked at all. No. Um, yeah, I got my 2000 model from Japan. The only difference is that the cross button and the circle button are flipped in mm. a lot of functionality. In Japan, it used to be the circle button, be the continue or the OK button, like the A button in Nintendo, but uh, it's the other way around for the American version. So so that might come up but, if you're playing uh, games and it has prompts, it might be flipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's okay. So anyways, um, that's what I've been doing so far. I will get back into the groove of something. I think it's Bloodborne, I, and I will play a lot more this weekend. Um and then once I'm done with that game, go back to SMT5 because I really want to finish that one. And that's that's pretty much it. I think the next thing I'll be playing is Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers edition, because that comes out April 7th. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's coming out soon. I put into my interest to review it, uh, whether or not nice. that means we get an early code, I do not know, but I am so excited. I played the first, like, maybe third or so of that game, and then... Once mm-hmm. the then then I got busy over the summer and then when the rumblings of a mm-hmm. remaster uh, were were popping up I'm like maybe I should wait so it paid off yeah <laughs> I know this might not be and... like as flashy as some people were hoping but I um I uh I'm excited 
think it looks beautiful to begin with for like a ps1 game like it already looked great yeah it looks fantastic and they're just putting a fresh coat of paint um and then doing the typical square enix upgrades like fast forwarding god mode and then the Radical Dreamers so. uh, text-based game that, like, is, was hardly anyone has played because it was never made available anywhere. It was exclusively, I, I think I, I got it, the Teleview? Something I like that. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exclusively in Japan? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited. Basically, no one has Basically played it. Basically, nobody's played that. So. I'm very excited. I, that's, like, a little touch that they didn't have to do that I... We'll be very excited. I actually might do that first. I might do that. If, if you can do it without beating the game, I might do that first. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All good. right. Let's jump into this week's news in, in, in the Nintendo world. Nintendo finally and randomly announces a long-awaited <laughs> feature. Folders. Do you know how many times that we we have been asked on this show, hey, when do you think Nintendo's adding folders? Do you think they should add folders? What's the most wanted feature that you want and why is it folders? Well, they randomly said, by the way, you can now make folders. They announced it on Twitter on Monday. The latest Switch update includes new features. They're called groups. They're not even calling them folders. I think they went out of their way to not call them folders because they called them groups. So stupid. Um, here's the thing. To make one, you go, you have to have at least 12 software titles. They don't have to be games. You can do like Hulu, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. you go all the way and, and click all on the right of your home screen where you can view all of your software. You, um, make a new group and then you can put like, I think up to 100 games in each group. You can make like 200 groups. The thing is, and Garrett, I haven't made any of these groups yet. I don't know if you have, but okay. I heard that you that the the folders don't show up on the home screen. That you still have to go it all doesn't. the way to the software view all software to even get to your groups. I just which couldn't believe it. I feel like unless you are Donnie Reese and you have hundreds and hundreds of games on your Switch, you might as well just like it's probably faster to just click all software and find your game than to like look in the folders and groups for for these yeah i have a 400 gigabyte at micro sd card in my switch which is like probably the third highest one you can get um you can pack in quite a bit of games but if you have big games on that thing it's not gonna be a lot yeah (laughs) to be quite honest with you it's gonna be less than 50 i would say less than 50 games um so when I was making my group, and then I realized I had to go to all software, then to the groups menu. I'm like, are you serious right now, Nintendo? <laughs> are you making it that much harder on me to actually get to the thing that I want to navigate to instead of putting it on the freaking home screen? Yeah. But the thing is, I, what I'm playing recently is on the it's home screen. It's already on screen. the home screen, I know. <laughs> Why do I need this then? Other than just to organize my my stuff, which in, they're in not going to be organized on I, your home screen anyway. I just couldn't believe it. That legitimately made me want to hack my switch. And when when I made the groups <laughs> and I realized that it's you have to go there, I'm like, no, it just, it I like need to hack this adds thing. An and extra put step it on my that's not screen. necessary. I think if you could pin them to the top of your home screen or something like that. 
I don't know. It's so funny How to me that they added this? this five years later and, and they still like screw it up. <laughs> I... How hard is it? I think like, that there's, really there's some people that, that this hard. is fine for. You know, if you if you have a lot of games and you really like that organization. But, yeah, I, it doesn't help yeah. me. I don't really have any plans to make any of these folders or groups, to be honest with you. Yeah, I made, I made some because I like to organize my library just a little bit. What I've also noticed when I make a folder, I don't know... Um, when I'm picking from my like library or whatever, if it's in another folder or not. Mm. So sometimes I pick and add games into a folder and then I just forget like what did I add in there? Because you can and have the same that. game in multiple folders, right? That's correct. And, and that's not bad. I just would like a little bit of feedback of did I put this game into another folder? And that actually, you know, from my mind... I would like to make the decision of should I put it in two folders or not? Yeah. And it depends on how I'm feeling. I like to organize my games where how I'm feeling in terms of genre, in terms mm -hmm. of is there a priority or not? Is it indie or not? Um, it, it doesn't give me that much feedback. Yeah. So a little bit of fight with it. I think the only I'm, folder yeah. that I might be interested in making is like an unfinished games folder where like kind of like a backlog type of thing where maybe if I'm looking for something to play, I can open up that folder and have all of my choices right there without trying to think mm -hmm. of like what what is there for me to play that I haven't finished yet. It's just all right there for me to see. So maybe I'll do something like that. But like, I don't mm -hmm. really it's not like the 3DS or, or Wii U where I feel the need to group certain games for the sake of like you know being able to find them easier 3ds had it beautifully mm -hmm. like just folders just right there on your little square you can just touch it and then pop up and different views too you can like make it smaller bigger tiles like i i don't know what happened with nintendo ui development but, it's so bad um, it just dropped off and i'm yeah I think I'm kind of done with folders after that first wave of like organizing it. I'm like, I don't even want to make another folder to make sure all my games are in there. On Steam, I you basically can see everything that's going on. You mm -hmm. can figure out that game is in a certain folder or not. Um, and I would like to, what I like to do is put all my games into at least one folder. I don't, I, I, I don't have that feedback. Yeah. from nintendo switch at all so i'm just kind of done i just like i made a few folders and i'm done and you know so. what? it's a shame because for the most part i do like the ui of the switch i like that it's very simple i like that it's very like uh you know it loads up fast there's not a whole lot going on like mm -hmm. the ps5 uh ui drives me insane i can't stand it there's so much going on i don't know what to do i don't know where to go there is a lot i don't know where my games are i don't know how to get to things i don't have that problem with uh the switch because it's so simple and i like that but i think that they could have implemented something like this and kept it simple yeah i i, I thought it was i it, it's it's so easy <laughs> no like if honestly if i learned what the the platform programming is i would do it for you nintendo i would program folders people have for done you. it i literally like I'm sure. i i have my own custom theme on my new hacked switch and like you can make folders 
and I don't have yeah. one because I don't have any other games on that yet. But um, but you can, so it is possible. They it's not like they can say, "Oh, we ran into difficulties," because guess what? There's not. <laughs> yeah, there's not. So, anyways, all right, done ranting. All right, you guys can have your folders. I'm glad for the people who have literally thousands of games with a two terabyte micro SD card. But for everyone else, it's I mean, sure, their folders. Oh, jeez. I feel like I have more, you know, I have so many physical games anyway that it doesn't really matter to me because, like, if I want to play Link's Awakening, I have to go find the cart to put it in anyway, so it's not like I have to find it somewhere mm-hmm. on, on the screen. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I have a lot of physical games as well. And it was kind of disappointing when I was seeing my Switch. I'm like, I know I have this game. Where do I? Oh, I have it physically. That's why. Yeah. And it wasn't just on there. Oh, the physical games in a folder. You could, you could. Um, moving <laughs> on to the rumor mill. I don't know if you want to call this a rumor or it's a data mine. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe data mine reveals possible future DLC courses. So somebody found a banner that has a bunch of images of, like, it's along the track and you can kind of make out in each image which course it's from. And so... Mm-hmm. These, I assume, they're they're speculating are going to be future DLC courses in a future wave. Um, the ones that people found are Sydney Sprint, LA Laps, and New York Minute from Mario Kart Tour, Koopa Cape, and Maple Treeway from Mario Kart Wii. Nice. Yeah, I love Maple Treeway. Uh, Mario Circuit and Vanilla Lake from the Super Nintendo, and Rainbow Road, the 3DS version. The best Rainbow Road. Is that the best Rainbow no Road? From Mar- is that from Mario I Kart 7? Ab- yes, Mario okay. Kart 7, 3DS1. It is an absolute treat. What's so good about that one? one of those. Um, it's not like you're not going around three times in a lap. It's one way, and you're oh, okay. just going all the way down. Yeah. Oh. It, it, they did really well with the gyro controls on that one. You have to be like, you, you fly a lot in that that course that's by far my favorite rainbow road version i wonder if they're gonna do anything to spruce up the super nintendo ones i know that the didn't they they have like donut donut land or something already and it's it's a Mm -hmm. little bit boring to me i don't really like it too much so i hope maybe they do something a little bit to spruce up like mario circuit and vanilla lake i love maple treeway besides coconut mall that was like my favorite one from uh from it might even be my favorite one from mario kart wii i feel like a lot of people keep being disappointed about how many tour courses there are. There's three of them on this list. But if they're anything like the ones that are in uh, the first wave, I'm really excited for them because they are inspired. Mm -hmm. They are cool. I like that they're kind of Mm -hmm. based on real places. So we have um, the, uh, the, the Paris one, Paris Promenade, I think it's called, that is in the first wave. You have like actually like the Eiffel Tower in it and like the Arc de Triomphe in nice. it and stuff. And so like I'm looking at these names, Sydney Sprint, like are you are is the Sydney Opera House in it? Like probably. Like LA Laps. <laughs> like there's gonna be these landmarks, New York Minute. Like you're probably gonna see like, you know, land uh different landmarks and stuff like that. Um I know people who played tour probably know the answers to these questions, but I've never seen them. I'm excited to try them out. Yeah, why are people so down with tour? Like I don't know. I I think it's just the stigma of the mobile game. Yeah. And they're like, ew, it's coming from a mobile game. And I'm like, it guys, must be lazy and big. cash grabby. 
You're right. And it was like, guys, they're they're fitting it into yeah. Mario Kart 8. Like, it's it's going to be fine. And it seems kind of cool, actually, basing it off of cities like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what they're going to look like, actually, mm-hmm. especially New York Minute and LA Labs. You're going to like the Paris so. one. It's very cool. It's very, very cool. Oh, you, really? like, go yeah. under the Eiffel Tower. It's really awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we'll see. I uh, would not be surprised if that data mine is real. There's no reason to doubt it. Kirby and the Forgotten Land releases tomorrow. Are you getting it, Garrett? No, I'm not. I know. Um, Donnie is very, very excited for it, and many other people are. Um, it looks good, and I'm glad it got great reviews. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's I'm sitting not at an 84 it, on Metacritic. 85 on Open Critic. Some common themes to reviews are that it's a great intro to 3D for the franchise. Very charming, very cute, lots of inventive mechanics. Uh, it doesn't revolutionize the 3D platforming genre, but they say it doesn't really need to. It kind of stands well on its own, and it is very well polished in terms of how it runs, how it looks. I um, am going to be very excited to watch people play this game. I think I will tune into mm-hmm. some, some Twitch streams. I am not closed off to getting it at some point down the road maybe i rent this one from the library maybe i get it on a sale yeah i uh you know me with and i i feel kind of bad because as soon as they announce this one i'm like i'm gonna get this game i'm gonna get back and you know i'm gonna get into kirby this is gonna be the one to do it i just don't feel interested in playing it right now i feel like I realized the other yeah. day, like, oh my gosh, it releases this Friday, and I did not care. I didn't feel any excitement, okay. so I'm not going to, like, force myself to play this game. I will watch other people play it. If that excitement comes, I will go out and buy it, Um, but I just, I don't know. Cool. I don't know. I like Kirby as a character a lot. I really do. I just can't get myself mm-hmm. excited for it, the game. When you said library, it, it definitely sounds like a library game yeah. like something to rent to play over a weekend or yeah. a couple weeks or whatever even if i don't beat it i'll get it my back. enjoyment out of it exactly like yeah. it's um it, it sounds like one of those games for me as well mm-hmm. um and that's why i'm looking up local libraries right now and i definitely <laughs> yes. have quite a bit of libraries around me so cool <laughs> get that library card garrett exactly definitely where you are i'm for sure that some of the libraries there will have games might be a wait list to get oh, some of them. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I'm sure they will. No joke. I, I I took a picture of this, but on my commute to work, I passed by the Zynga headquarters. Yeah, I, really? Yeah. And if I walk just a little bit east of where I work, I go straight to the IGN headquarters. I go straight to um, all the gaming headquarters. Ubisoft San Francisco's there with their wow. game store. Um. Yeah, I'm like in the heart of it. You are. Um, so it's kind of crazy. Get a job at one of those to, places. To, to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely don't don't want me. But it's, of course for they sure, do. No, you'll be alright. <laughs> That's that awesome. Cool. But or make yeah. friends with the people that work there, and they'll give you free games. That is a good idea. I need yeah. to do social events. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. who do you work for? Oh, Ubisoft. Oh, cool. Hey, how's it going? Want to hang out? How's, uh, <laughs> how's that new uh, Mario Plus Rabbits game going? Yeah. They're in Europe, but anyways. <laughs> um, we uh, got a trailer, right? Is that what it is? For Hogwarts so Legacy. What? Yeah, you take this one. Yeah. 
Okay, hold on. My music just came on because I just touched my headphones. Okay, <laughs> that, that is going away. Um, basically, it was revealed at a PlayStation uh, state of play, like even like last week before we actually recorded the show, like that day. Um, Hogwarts Legacy um, was announced, or not announced, but more gameplay was revealed, and. We didn't know this until like much later, but I was like, hey guys, in the FAQ, they said it's coming to Nintendo Switch. Now, everyone out there is presuming, hey, it's going to be a native port. We're presuming it's a native port. And I'm reading Because they didn't like, say anything? They did not say okay. anything, right? In the FAQ, they said it's coming out on Xbox One, Series S, and X, Switch, PS4, PS5. And I'm like, guys, that could easily be a cloud port as yeah. well. Like, don't, yeah, that. <laughs> there's no way that game. When I was looking at it, that that looked like a next gen game to me. I don't know why it's on PS4 and Xbox One, other than like the development being super early, I guess, and planning for it. Um, but it's gonna be an upcoming open world magical action RPG based off the Harry Potter world from WB Games Avalanche. Um, the reason why I put this in here is just because it's coming on Switch and most likely it's going to be a cloud port. Just bet on it being a cloud port. Don't get it on Switch. Please don't. I, I, I wouldn't say don't support cloud, like cloud support or whatever. If play the demo, because there's a lot of demos out there with like control and also, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. If you're fine playing like that, Sure, buy the whole game, play it at home or whatever. Um, but like, man, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, the reason why I put this in here is that I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. And I am very, very excited for this game. Like when I, I, I was like a little bit interested when I saw the trailer. But after this state of play, Rebecca, I this is my number one anticipated game coming out within like... Wow the next year i uh, yeah no joke did not watch the trailer i do not intend to watch the trailer i have Mm -hmm. nothing against harry potter as a franchise and world and work of art i am Mm -hmm. not not remarkably thrilled with its creator at this point in time and i uh, just Mm -hmm. cannot bring myself to to support it at this time but if you like Harry Potter mm-hmm. and you're you're into it and you're interested in this game, I got nothing against that, but not for me yep. at this time. Yeah, no, that's totally understandable. But um, from what I've heard, it does not sound things. like it could natively run on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, no. Um I I don't know. I I rewatched the Harry Potter movies like recently, um right before I moved actually, um reinvigorated my hype for the game and then i just saw this it wasn't even a trailer it was like 20 minutes of like this is what exactly what you do and it looks like they understand harry potter mm-hmm. and i'm just when when a developer understands it and they didn't flat out say they're like um actually they they may have announced that they're not even with talks or collaboration with the creator at all um i i feel like you know she you know, J.K. Rowling built the foundation of Harry Potter. Um, but these are the developers that are actually making the game. And I'm sure 
these are just you I'm know sure people they don't. making a job off of that. I'm not yeah. putting a penny into her pocket personally. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. I understand. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I do like the world of Harry um, Potter, and I think that this is the game that Harry Potter has deserved for a very long time. Definitely. Um, I remember enjoying the previous Harry Potter games, the the movie based um, games. Harry Potter Two was really good on the Xbox mm-hmm. and, and other platforms. Um, I played the Game Boy Color <gasps> game. Harry oh my Potter god, I've seen the that Chamber one. Of Secrets. It is legit turn based Final Fantasy like, and it's based on the books. It's okay. so good. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, anyways, I just wanted to to mention that this is coming out on Switch, which yeah, it should not be a native port. <laughs> well, John32 wrote in and said, is there any world in which I should be convinced to get the Hogwarts Legacy uh, for Switch over PS5? He says, I like the idea of portable play. Will that be enough to overshadow the performance and graphical issues? John, I think it's way yeah. too early to tell, especially if we don't know if it's going to be cloud-based or native port. I say wait until we get like an actual look at this running on both of those hardwares and uh, mm-hmm. then make your decision. I-, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's either going to be a cloud port or if it is a native port, they're going to delay it on release date and never mention it again (laughs) (laughs) that's 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 what's gonna happen uh don't bet on a native port at all play it on ps5 like like play it on the newest thing it's gonna be much much better than it it, it's not gonna play on switch when i was looking at the game and like it's impossible to see it on the switch so it's like pga tour for donnie it's like abysmal um, i saw probably gameplay i saw several memes saying that it's this is how it's gonna look on the switch and then a picture of like that really old pc game where like they look uh like very polygonal and like they look all stretched out mm-hmm. and stuff like that um, jules santana said it correctly yeah Hagrid, that one Hagrid gonna be looking like the hair ps1 harry potter was, game. okay ps1 yeah yeah, yeah. jules news. no joke literally yeah all right that's gonna do it for our news pretty late this week um but as we said i think things are starting to pick up here uh we have some good shack direct uh shack questions directly from you zach writes in and says in the beginning nintendo's stance on the switch ui was about keeping things simple hence the absence of folders or themes from a technical viewpoint, do folders really slow anything down? Why does the eShop run like garbage? And why isn't there more besides folders and groups? Good question, Zach. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Because guess what? I hacked my Switch. And I put in a theme. <laughs> and it has a fancy background. Yeah. It does not run. It runs yeah. the same way. It does not take longer to boot exactly. up. It does not slow exactly. things down. It is totally fine. Uh, I think they don't need to make it like this fancy schmancy thing. Let us throw on a screenshot as our background. Like, let us have like fancy borders around our games or something. I don't know. They could do it. It doesn't slow anything down. The eShop runs like garbage because of how it's set up. It doesn't run like garbage. It's just how it's set up. (laughs) There's no searching. There's no discoverability. 
There's they don't have no, more you, because you they don't need to. They don't they're they, why they don't need to do it. I feel like they I don't know. I I wouldn't say fire, but they greatly reduced their UI team efforts or their UI efforts into the switch. And you can clearly tell that and you can clearly tell they don't care. They're like they don't care. It's fine. They People don't need will to buy this. Yeah. And they'll buy it because of the games. Yeah. And they're totally right. <laughs> they're 100% correct because you just see all the sales going on. It's like nobody it's not looks at the, the switch and says, "I'm not going to get one because I can't have themes or folders." Exactly. And that's why they don't do it. They don't waste their money on something trivial like this even though I'm I'm honestly telling you Rebecca, I I think I could if if I given enough time, I think I could implement this in some form or fashion. And you you said yourself, hacking it. You can. It's just right then and there. Yeah. Um it's it's right there. Yeah. And they they have the tools. Like you see it on computers. You see it on their previous hardware. Like they have the tools ready. They just are not um they they just don't care. I think they deliberately like don't care at all they don't that's the truth that's that's literally um, why they do not care because they do not need to care mm -hmm. and you're right the eShop the eShop runs like garbage because the way it's set up it is just a garbage setup i think they could have done a much better way of going about searching in the eShop but when they put 30 or 40 games a day in there and you go to the great deal section and of course the top games are like a it's 50 a cents or a dollar <laughs> yeah <laughs> no joke it's a one cent it's game broken. it's so broken they do better on their website <sighs> i know you, i literally like click a link from wario 64 and go on their website and it's like here's the ubisoft here's the overlay for ubisoft mm -hmm. here's the games for ubisoft i'm like why don't you do this on your mm -hmm. own hardware. I think the Wii U eShop was, was a lot like that, where it had like really wow. good subsections for things like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, it begs I'm, the I'm, question, though. Yeah. Why did they add these groups now? I think it's the same thing with the Bluetooth as well. It's like these random features that come into the Nintendo Switch. I think... They originally weren't going to do it. And then they saw the sales and the extension of this console or whatever. It's like, okay, I guess we'll give this to an intern and see if they can pull this off. And they're like, hey, we pulled it off. And it's like, all right, let's tweet it out. Let's put oh the update in there. And that that's that's the end. I, honestly, other than that, I don't know what's their motivation behind. Other than like it's been so long that people, an increasingly amount of people are getting more and more games to to organize their own library. And they they finally just recognize that. And it's like, here, yeah. here's a back way of going to put groups, but you have to, you know, navigate to all software in order to get there, so. Maybe they were you know. sick of people begging for it and they said, here, this will get you to shut up. But just to be petty about it, we're going to make it like a minor inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that could be it as well. 
other than that, they're I honestly they're they're just not gonna waste money. Yeah, that's I think that's their one deal. It's like we are it's the minimal amount, and and you can obviously tell they just put a random tweet out. Here's an update. Here's how you get to groups, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Man, Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. You have great games, though. They have great games. Kyle the Bug wants to know, today marks the 19th year anniversary of the Wind Waker. Happy birthday, Wind Waker. Yay. What are some of your favorite... Man, next year's going to be 20 years since Wind Waker? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. GameCube. Can you believe that? No, I, I still I can't. am astonished how old we are. Like, it's like, hey... 20 years ago, this happened. I'm like, no, it didn't. <laughs> sh- shut up. Kyle wants to know, what, yeah. are, what are some of your favorite memories from this wonderful game? He says, for my experience, it was the combat mechanics, which made me want to jump into battle and fight more enemies, and the sailing from island to island. I love the Wind Waker. It has so much charm. I think it has the best combat of any Zelda game. I love that they give Link more of a personality. He has a family in this one. You never see him really with, mm-hmm. with a family. There's like very rarely he has like an uncle or a grandfather, but this one he has a sister that drives the plot. He has a grandmother who is freaking adorable. Oh, stop. Wind Waker HD is nine years old. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nine years old. Wow, 2013. Yeah, 2013. I like the Wind Waker. I love the music. I think it has the best music of any Zelda game. Uh, mm-hmm. There are a lot of things I don't like about the Wind Waker, but there are a lot of things that I really like about it. And I think it's one of those games where I could just pick it up whenever and just really smile when playing it. So I'm very mm-hmm. happy. I love the Wind Waker. When's it coming to Switch? I saw My- Donnie tweet about it today. I, I hope it comes out eventually. Yeah, Donnie tweeted about I uh, tweeted out about it and he's like, eventually and I'm like I don't know. Um my only experience with Wind Waker was when I went to my grandma in like twenty fourteen or whatever. She has a Wii U. Like I didn't even have <laughs> a Wii U, but she bought one for herself, which is so cute. Um, she loves Nintendo and she loves Donkey Kong and SNES and stuff like that. Um, and Zelda. And so she got herself a Wii U and I remember visiting her before heading off to college. I was like, I, I can't understand the Zelda game. Like I love the two D ones, but I don't understand this <laughs> one. Why don't you play it? And I'm like, sure, I'll I'll Aww. play this one. And so I played it for like, I think the introduction, like it's like the first hour or whatever. It's like, here, this is what you do, grandma. Mm-hmm. Like this, this, and it's like, why is it, why is it so easy for you and not for me? Aww. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much my experience with Wind Waker was that one hour with my grandma before I head off to college, like the second time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed what I played of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to play it sometime. That's got to um, be your next I, one after Majora's Mask. Yeah, I definitely... Yeah, after... It, Majora's Mask is on my short list. Like, I think mm-hmm. after my Vita craze, um, probably put that back in the back burner and then pull up the 3DS and just 
go ham on the Majora's Mask. Wind Waker's it was really pretty good. long. I would say it's a little bit too long. Okay. Uh, but there are not as many dungeons as there are in most Zelda games. I think this is an unpopular opinion. I don't like the dungeons in this game as much as I do in other Zelda games, but I think the rest of it really makes up for it. Uh, the end is mm-hmm. a little bit tedious, but there's so many special moments in that game. I would say in general, I prefer when you were talking about the, the very start, like the first hour of the game. In general, I prefer mm-hmm. Zelda games where they just throw you into the action where there's like, you're, you're able to just start going. There's not a lot of tutorial. I think Wind Waker's that exception. I think that the very beginning when you're on Outset mm. Island and, you know, you're learning about your island and your family and, you know, your what happens with your sister and everything. Um, I can play that intro, you know, over and over and not get tired of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, very nice colors. I love the art style of yes, this game. Yeah, Definitely. and the HD version is yeah. so beautiful. I think they did an awesome job with mm-hmm. that. I think that's... Probably they're one of their well now that Skyward Sword's out I'm not so sure but I was gonna say their best like remaster of a Zelda game. Yeah, yeah, nice. I would definitely love it on Switch. Yeah, that'd be good. Just saying, Nintendo. This is a fun question. TPR wants to know what inanimate object would you like to get implemented as Pokemon that hasn't already? I think the other week we talked about animals. This week we're talking about objects. He says something in the vein of Klefki. The keys, chandelier, the chandelier, vanillaite, the ice cream cone, the different rotom forms, etc. I would love just a whole section of Pokemon, of just gaming stuff, Ooh. just like consoles, controllers, just anything you get your hands on. Put an eyes and a face <laughs> and. A mouth and arms, and you got yourself a Pokemon. Um, I remember seeing this design of a PS4 controller and an Xbox One controller, like, hugging or whatever. And I'm like, that looks like Pokemon. I would definitely play that. Um, Mm -hmm. I would definitely, like, catch that Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Um, Have their own type, too, like a gaming type. That'd be legit. So. I did not think about this at all, and now I feel like I'm looking around my room <laughs> to see like what there could be as an object. I like that's what I was doing too. I don't know. I'm not very fond of the item type, like the inanimate object type Pokemon. I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever used any. Chandelure is cool, I guess. I I don't like Klefki. Yeah, I don't like Vanilla. Um, I don't like the inanimate objects as yeah, much. Yeah, I like the I like animal the... ones. Yeah, I'm trying to think what Pokemon I put in my party. I don't think there was that was a inanimate object. Maybe no, Glalie is is. I don't know what Glalie is to be honest with you. And it's like a rock, Gla- <laughs> dark rock thing. Yeah, spirit. <laughs> Or whatever, um, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure. I don't know either. That's objects. a really good question. Yeah, I what's I can't? What's I with like, them? That why am I like struggling like to think of an animate object yeah. right now? <laughs> like, well, something... I just think of the originals, like Voltorb. You know, yeah, it's like a that Pokeball. Was a big one. Um. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Everything else, like, I feel like at least, like, clef key, like, a set of keys, like, that sounds lame, but, like, knowing the design, like, it does look cool. I don't know. But, like, I don't go out of my way to get these Pokemon when what about mentioning it. a book? And it can, like, open up and yeah. it has eyes and then, like, maybe it, like, closes shut, like, as its mouth or something. Exactly like in Harry Potter, yes. Oh, damn, that is a Harry Potter, Potter thing, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that idea is taken. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't catch these Pokemon TBR. I really don't. You know, I don't care for them. So there you go. What about a pencil? I would be down with a pencil. A pencil Pokemon. I'm trying it to think of the It can erase its enemies. It can stab its enemies. It's um, it's going to be grass type what because type? it's like made of wood, okay. right? Yeah, it's grass. Yeah, wood maybe is maybe grass close and to fighting. Grass and fighting. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Or yeah, yeah, no, grass and fighting. I like that. Yeah. Or rock, because it has some mineral into oh, it. Oh, you know, yeah, the lead. Graphite. Yeah. Not lead. No, we what? don't put lead in pencils anymore. We don't? That's not. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's you like You put a lead in, like, your mechanical pencils. Say I'm out of lead. <laughs> you say that, but it's definitely not lead. That would poison you. We don't put lead. <laughs> And, and guys, we don't put lead in pencils anymore, okay? <laughs> They've been banned for a very long time. Speak for yourself. <laughs> it's uh it's graphite. Okay. Actually I heard like um a recent like huge story. Sorry, we're going on a huge tangent here, but huge story like a week ago that the people born between the sixties and eighties, like around that time, so our parents' generation kind of, um, they were exposed to lead more than like 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 more than the recommended exposure and like EPA or whatever due to like products gasoline and stuff like that and dropped their IQ points literally dropped on average their IQ versus the previous generation so scientifically the, you're saying that we're smarter yeah. than our parents if we're not exposed to lead then yes that well, is, you just correct. said I use graphite in my pencils. I don't use lead. Yeah, yeah, not lead. Yeah, if if you had lead in your pencils, you would be dumber than your pencils. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, now we have to incorporate graphite into the Pokemon's name. So it's this pencil Pokemon. It's it's grass rock. I like it. And it's called like graphy. Graph graph yeah yeah something like that. I like graphy as graphy. like the the, the base Pokemon. one. Maybe it's like a little stubby yeah. pencil. Maybe it's a little wooden one, mm -hmm. and then it goes up. Maybe it goes to a, like a uh, like a mechanical pencil, uh -huh. and it's steel and rock. Ooh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like a metal type <laughs> yeah, of pencil. Yeah, yeah. I, like I like this. There we go. There we go. TPR. We got it. TPR. That's our Pokemon design. Some we artists got it. go draw it. Uh, West right 3DP wants to know, is it too late to buy 3DS games? He also wants to know, what is your must-buy for someone who didn't own a DS? No, it's not too late to buy a 3DS. In fact, this is the best time to buy a 3DS games. Absolutely, yeah. 
Um, be careful with physical stuff, but yeah, digital, get on it. Like, get as much 3DS games as you can. I know the Fire Emblem games are getting a little bit more expensive and some of the offshoot stuff. Before the eShop get a 3DS, dies. guys. You can get a refurbished 2DS online for like less than $100. Get it. Like the Wedge 2DS is is not bad. It actually feels good in the hands. Um, that's, by, that's the cheapest model. Um, 2DS XL, really good. If you can get the new 3DS XL, perfect. So that's what I recommend. I'm just laughing Go because people are coming up with really good names for our pencil Pokemon in chat. Docket Good says yeah, Graphidorax. And I like this one. Okay. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Graffiti. Griff Mendez says Graffiti. <laughs> he has feet and he kicks. <laughs> so we have to make him fighting type, part fighting type for that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Graffiti. We make it fighting in, in grass. Perfect. I feel like I want to draw this. I'm not an artist, but I want to draw that now. Yes, West 3P, awesome. get a 3DS. Uh, what is your most played games? Um, um, get get Link Between Worlds if you haven't played it yet. Link Between Worlds, Metroid, Samus Returns, yeah. um, Fire Emblem games, Pokemon games. Those are my recommendations, yes. Ghosties99 says, with a lot of games getting movies and TV shows, what Nintendo series would you most like to get a major new TV show? I have two answers. I always go back to Star Fox. I don't know what's grabbing me. So every time there's like, hey, what do you want a crossover? Or what do you want a lore-based game? I'm like, Star Fox is it. Star Fox is it, guys. Like... They have it. They have the Animoid kind of weird um, kind of system going on. They have the villain. They have the society. They have the planets. They have sci-fi. It's perfect. I can see it being a Star Fox like a more serious Futurama type show. Like not funny like Futurama, but mm-hmm. more structured where like every episode they go on like a different kind of mission or something. Mm-hmm. I can kind of picture it like that. Um, people in the chat said there's already an anime short. It's like, all right, I gotta check that out then. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, see it. Apparently. Um, I think that two Nintendo franchises would work very well as a TV series. I think that an Animal Crossing slice of life anime would be fantastic. Uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, cute characters to work with there. Uh, I have not seen the movie yet. It's on my, my list to watch soon with uh, with my Discord. Uh, but nice. it worked really well for that, and I think that that would make a very cute TV show. I also think that Earthbound would make a really awesome TV series following the adventures of the kids. I would like to see that. Oh, that would be cool. Show. I know this is a little bit different mm-hmm. than, uh, than what we were thinking. I don't think either of those would work for like good movies. But I think those for like extended like TV series would be. I do not want Zelda to get a movie or TV series no. because they not. won't get it right. I am yeah. hesitant on Metroid getting a movie because I'm hesitant okay. about them getting it right. Yeah, especially with you, you see like video game based movies in that genre, like yeah. not being it's a hit. It's a very more miss than hit. When are um, we going to see the first trailer for the Mario movie? It's supposed to come out in December. 
really i don't know then um that's a good question and that's with a bunch of famous actors voice mm -hmm. actors too right yeah should be coming up soon then I liked the Kirby, the Kirby right back at you TV series from the 90s or early 2000s or whatever it was. It was very cute. That worked out well. Mm -hmm. The Donkey Kong one was, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was something. They were I remember on some watching sort that of drugs a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> they were seriously on some drugs with, with that show. Um, I remember watching that a lot though. <laughs> I had it on VHS. I had it Did on tape. Did you really? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's no chance yeah. you still have that in like storage somewhere, is there? Oh, I'm I, maybe from my dad. <laughs> Probably in an attic somewhere. I love that. Goodness. <laughs> gotta look for it someday. Uh, a couple more. Pete the Smiling Stegosaurus says, with Chrono Cross Remastered coming out in two weeks, do you think Square Enix plans to do a lot more with the Chrono series, similar to what they did with the Mana series? They did show the Mana series a lot of love with like lots of mm -hmm. ports and remasters and collections and things like that. I got one of the collections. I didn't play it yet, but uh, I sure hope so. I think... The best case scenario would be, well, they remastered Chrono Cross, just port, either port over Chrono Trigger or do one of those 2D HD type things with it would be, in my mm -hmm. opinion, the best mm -hmm. case scenario. Yeah. Isn't there only Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger? Is that correct? Yeah. And then that little Radical Dreamers that we're getting. Okay. Okay. So I, I can imagine Chrono Trigger having some sort of remake 2d hd would be great um i don't want it to be like you know completely revamped with the third person action stuff mm -hmm. like don't don't do that don't mess up the formula that is chrono trigger just hd 2d would be probably a good template yeah um i, I would think like the less they do with it the better <laughs> yes yeah yeah you can especially see in a lot of level design in that game where it kind of needs like a height difference. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ladders. There's mm -hmm. a lot of obstacles. There's a lot of cool designs. It's just very hard to determine where to go yeah. um, because of just the 2D design of it. So HD2D is definitely my number one recommendation mm -hmm. for the Chrono. I wonder trigger. if they're working on something like that, which is why, because I know Chrono Cross is so different. Like, you don't need to play them in order. If you've never played Chrono Trigger, you can play Chrono Cross. Uh, you don't need to to have played Chrono Trigger. But I, uh, I, I wonder if, obviously, a, a 2D HD, HD 2D, whatever you call it, for Chrono Trigger would take a lot mm -hmm. more work than remastering Chrono Cross. So I wonder if maybe they're working on that and they put out Chrono Cross because that took less time to do for them. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So Square Enix, and um, we, I talked a lot about this with Ryan over the RPG Cave, that they're like really fishing um all of, a lot of their old franchises right now and you can obviously see it this year not just with chrono cross but with mm -hmm. alive alive with um valkyrie elysium that was an old franchise that they just picked up i wouldn't be surprised with chrono trigger being a really good treatment with it um and then a lot of other classic square enix franchises having various treatments either the chrono cross like 2d 
remix, whatever, and, or the HD2D type of um, treatment. So be excited. Yeah, I, guess. I, I like when they do that. And I think generally they do a good job. Uh, so I wouldn't mind because I missed out on a lot of these. Obviously, I think we all missed out on mm-hmm. l- live, live Alive. I still, what, how, how was it called? Live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. I say Live Alive. And that, I just leave it as that. I but, think that's right. But for know. some reason, my brain wants me to say live alive because like semantically, I think yeah, that makes more that sense. Yeah, that sounds good. Like live alive. Good. I don't know. I don't know if that's but right. But it says live A and then live. I, I know. Or live A live. Yeah, it's not alive. Wait, it's L-I-V-E. Yeah. Well, well, you can say I'm live, which yeah. is L-I-V-E as well. Oh, live, crap. Live, I don't live, like live, this. Live. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like a great game, though. It does. I'm very excited for it. But what I was going to say mm-hmm. is, like, I haven't played it. I know a lot of people haven't played it. There's many of these yeah. these old JRPGs that I've never played. So I like when they give me modern ways to play them. Me too. Finally, the Don Rob leaves us with, what was your favorite subject in grade school? You can go up to college if you mm. feel like it. Yeah. I struggled in grade school. Did I tell you that? Well, I wouldn't say struggle. I was a very middling student. Like, I wasn't at the top or failing or anything. It's just nothing grabbed my interest in grade school that much. When we say grade Um, school, are we talking about, like, K through 12 or just elementary? What do we mean by grade school? K K through 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, What about you? Probably up until high school, my favorite was English because I was good at it. Uh, I come from a very long line of English teachers in the family. And by long line, I mean two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I, I, I had to be good at English. I had to be good at writing. I had to be good at that stuff. So that was like, I think probably my favorite because it was easy for me. Uh, by the time I got to high school and I was taking like AP English, it was no longer easy for me because AP English, um, then I really liked psychology in high school, which is why I majored in it in college. I Mm -hmm. did not like math at all. I liked science up until high school and then I had to take like chemistry and physics and then I didn't like it anymore. Um. Yeah, I guess I liked I was the social opposite. studies. Yeah. I didn't really like history that much. I liked the other parts of social Me studies. Me Um, I enjoyed my favorite subject was band because I was in the band. Marching okay, band. I liked chorus. I took chorus in high school, so that was cool. my my favorite. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Band. But I was in the AP math, AP physics, um, type of courses. I enjoyed just like I, I I was good at math and I was all right with science. So it's like, all right. And then I took engineering courses. That was my favorite as well. And that's why I majored in engineering. Um, but I would say in college, um, my favorite course was one of my later courses. Um, no, the latest course that I took my PhD. And that's uh, machine learning. Um hmm. I definitely learned a lot of um, programming and statistics that I need to do now. Um, 
And so I, I wouldn't be here without that course. Yeah. Um, for sure. So it's, and it's definitely, it was a struggle for me. Yeah. It's, it was a struggle for me because I was not, that was not my background. My background was engineering, chemistry mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I was kind of like hopped into programming and I'm like, oh goodness, what do I do? But they, they did a very good job at Carnegie Mellon to, um, for non-majors, like non-denominational I'm majors sure that to, class to was no subject. joke either. I'm sure that was really tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they did a very good job with like, hey, you have office hours, you have um, kind of like help online resources. Everything was online. It was actually during the pandemic, like, like the start <gasps> of the pandemic too. Oh my too. God, that's so stressful. Jeez. Yeah, luckily they did a hybrid already before the pandemic. They already had okay, an online section. So you were section. kind of prepared and, for it. Yeah, the class was prepared for it. The only thing that they had to do now is the teacher had to record from home mm. and then we had to take the test online, which was all there. But yeah, that was probably one of my favorite courses. My first ever C in a class was in ninth grade geometry and then ninth grade geometry was a c yeah i got a c in geometry as well man I it's hard geometry, geometry so sucks i hated it It was like all the theorems yeah. and postulates or whatever the heck and you had to come up with like <laughs> all these like oh i couldn't i couldn't do it and i didn't have a good teacher i was so mad i still have a grudge against her to this day for other reasons man i could go on mm-hmm mm-hmm I, my first C was, uh, well, other than maybe I just had some Cs intermittently, but overall got a B minus on geometry. Um, but I got my first like legit C, foreign language course, no joke. It should have been easy, but. Uh, oh, I really Ameri- like taking French in high school. Yeah. American Sign Language was my <gasps> foreign language really? credit. And did I think I just it? did not. Yeah, I wasn't mo- motivated at all. To, to and by see, I mean I got it like my anything. first report card C, like not like on a test or anything. Yeah. I got lots of C's. Oh, tests. okay. No, that was like my final. That was like my yeah, yeah, yeah. like like a report, like my report card. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How do you yeah, get a C in sign language? <sighs> I did not care <laughs> like, I was good at languages. Uh, I, I liked those. I liked French. I took French, Spanish. I took an Arabic course wow. over the summer in high school. Wow. And then I took sign language for a semester, not for credit, just like I paid for it because it was fun in college. Cool. And nice. I thought that I was going to stick with it, and then I did not. That's I wish fine. I did. <laughs> It's really cool. I very much respect that course. It's not that like yeah. I don't care about it's it hard. and the culture behind the deaf community. It's just I I don't know. No motivation to learn yeah. a language. Yeah. Especially American I get Sign it. Language. I get it. I get it. All right. I liked uh I like that question to end it on. Thank you, Don Rob. Yeah. And that is going to do it for this week in Nintendo. I know a lot of people have been asking, where's Elaine? Can we get an update on Elaine? When's Elaine coming back? We've been talking to her. The latest is that she is finishing up the, I think she said is tomorrow when her work project is launching. Yeah. Uh, something like yeah. that. So fingers crossed. It all goes smoothly for fingers her. Crossed. And she is planning yeah. 
to be back with us next time. Yes. So. Can't wait to talk to her. She there. knows that see, everyone's see been asking. She knows that she reads your comments. She's still yeah. on Twitter. You can tweet at her. She'll see it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we will see what she's been up to. And uh, we will we will maybe talk about Kirby next week. I know we won't be playing it, but we'll be able to hear the uh, the experiences and, and uh, maybe some people who have been. So yeah. uh, let us know what, what you think if you're playing it. And uh, my birthday is on Sunday. So I'm just going to do a quick shout out. If anybody oh. wants to drop by, I'm going to be doing a birthday celebration stream on Sunday. So nice. if you're around and you want to come hang out and celebrate with me, come by my stream on Sunday. Uh, it'll be very, very Happy chill. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. And we will see you next week, Koopalings. Good night. Bye-bye.